0: good, turn that music down, turn the music down, I'm not even sure if the music is playing, this is one of my first podcasts ever, you know, I always wanted to say mic check one two, mic check one two, but, you know, the inner rapper in me, I'm not sure if it's alive or dead, but, you know, it's, it's one of those, it's one of those things, but, welcome, Left and said Pod. Com. I'm not sure if you're viewing this on YouTube Or whether you're hearing it on iTunes Or whether you're hearing it on SoundCloud But basically this is me being me Hoping that there are other people like me out there Who watch TV like I do And when I say watch TV like I do I mean you know you watch it Sometimes you embody it, you live it, you breathe it You never know what happens because, you know, TV is such a shot in the dark nowadays When you really feel committed to and attached to something You know, you feel that way, committed and attached And Power is definitely one of the shows that I feel committed and attached to You know, they have a season underneath their belt I'm coming to you Just after seeing the third episode And basically being super duper lazy Saying that I need to speak And get things that I feel That are going on inside of my head Out there to the outside world Because I know I'm not the only one And hopefully I'm right there are other people like me Out there who watch TV Like I do And feel the same way I do and I'm just going to go through my little nonchalant breakdown of what I feel is going on in the show, how I feel about what's going on in the show. And I may give some predictions here or there, but may, mainly it's just a cause and effect type of situation. So, seeing how this is my first time on mic, you know, got my little rinky dink set up, got the mic, little mixer little recorder going on you know i got you know i got you know you know i got i got my little setup my little setup but you know who the fuck knows what's going to happen or what's going to come out of my mouth but you know what hey i'm going to give it a shot and i'm going to put myself out there and hopefully as i stated before i'm not the only one and let's get this I don't know if I really want to be one of those cursing podcasts, but you know, I guess I'll just be me. And um fuck it. Let's go. So here we have power, right? Third episode. The reason why I kinda wanted to broadcast after this third episode is because one of the biggest cliffhangers that was going on throughout the whole show actually got revealed. And like, okay, let's be honest, let's be honest We have to be honest with each other What we're watching is The black version of a mobster soap opera Okay, let's just put that out there plainly It's the black version of a mobster soap opera And what does in every mobster movie you've ever watched What is it about You got the dude Who was basically Brought up in a lifestyle Lived it Breathed it Was birthed into it His wife His family His friends Everybody in his world Or in his inner circle Was basically a part of the mob And he had no other choice But to figure out how he was going to survive But what happens one day he wakes up and says, you know what? I want to go legit. Too legit to quit. Oh, motherfucking shit. We to... Okay, we're not going to go. Okay, sorry. This going to happen from time to time. I want to let you know that. Who wants to go legit, right? So, in his plan to go legit... Obviously, he's going to face every obstacle in the world, and here we have the soap opera TV aspect, and I hate to burst your bubble if you didn't think about it this way, but it's the reality of the situation. As I stated, this is called TV, not real life. You understand what I'm saying? So, let's not kid ourselves here. We're not talking about a nuclear bomb in North Korea, Or racism And how it systematically affects You know The inner lines of the United No we're talking about TV drama And drama is meant to entertain And the question is Are you being entertained And I have been entertained Throughout the first season Going up to this point In which the entertainment has finally took the step To say hey look I want to commend you for following us so far And let's take that next step And when I say let's take that next step Obviously you have the protagonist James St. Patrick Better known as Ghost You dig what I'm saying? Played by Omari Hardwick Hope I got the last name right Hardwick Omari Hardwick ex NFL Not NFL, excuse me I'm, I'm tripping Ex college football player, you get what I'm saying? So he was an athlete, he didn't train that hard to get the body that he has just to play this role. You get what I'm saying? I've seen him in other roles, I've seen him play a cop, I've seen him play a love interest. I think he was on, um, what's the show on BT? Um, Being Mary Jane, like he's been all over, he's he's a bona fide actor. You get what I'm saying? that's why when I started watching Power... When I... he was one of the reasons why I tuned in. Because one of his cop shows got canceled. Um, I forget the name of it. It eludes it, it, um, me right now. But if you're watching on YouTube... I'm going to post a, a picture of the cop show that got canceled. I think it was on for like two seasons or a season and a half. But basically... You know, my man, he's he's a great actor. Very convincing... Great casting for this show. Um, James St. Patrick, he's the motherfucking man. You get what I'm saying? He is the lead in this postmodern 2015. I've been a part of this sleazy industry, and the only thing I really want to do is get straight and get right. Get what I'm saying? I'm not going to go back. To season 1 and recap anything too specifically We're mainly going to deal with season 2 We're going to deal with episode 3 And we got to talk about (laughs) You know who we got to talk about Layla Loria Woo! God damn Angela I mean how do you say Angela in Spanish I don't even know I may may need a translation for that Angela Okay gotta gotta quit it It's gone It's dead Angela You feel what I'm saying That's the love interest That's the mistress But The thing about This third episode That I respected From the show writers Is the fact that She came out of I don't even know if you really want to call it a shell Because she told the motherfucker She said I'm a, a, I'm a lawyer I mean I don't know what type of lawyer He thought she was Music business lawyer Real estate lawyer One of the lawyers that write wills for old people I don't know what type of attorney He thought she was But I mean God She works for the government dog and you're a criminal In the words of Tommy Dog When the pussy comes around You get blinded, Ghost And Ghost was definitely blinded by the pussy You dig know what I'm saying? That high school Reminiscing Throwback Back in the day When I was young I don't want to be a kid no more Pussy He got blinded by that You dig know what I'm saying? And he got blinded to the point where Chick showed up Like yo look I'm gonna have to be Real honest with you Are you a drug dealer? You know what I mean When they was in the bed And she dropped the question Are you a drug dealer or not? I mean what are you Expecting to say? No Okay well that's the right answer But I need to tell you that If your friend Tommy Is a part of your Business side you know, you're gonna have to testify so that you don't get involved in the case that we're bringing against him because we need to bring down this cartel international drug kingpin Lobos, basically. And I mean, I, the way she dropped the marbles was kind of like, I, it was kind of weak. You know what I mean? It was really weak because Ghost being Ghost Knowing the connect that he's dealing with You know that he Lobos is his connect And it's only two people connected to Lobos from his enterprise that knows about him It's him and Tommy And she's basically like Damn we got Tommy dead to rights On a murder and conspiracy You know what I mean And actually we think Tommy is you so, therefore, you know, we got, we're only, we're only going to work this case to the bone. Because you know how the government gets with uh, racketeering and all these other... Listen, you know how the government is. They, they basically put a whole bunch of charges together to see what's going to land. And the fact is, when she revealed herself... As what she was to Ghost And Ghost kinda I don't think Ghost realized it To I mean, But you know what That may be my fault Cause I'm getting caught up in the fact that Ghost actually Already figured out who she was Because Tommy told her So that's why his reaction was As it was But he had to play it cool anyway Which was a good play it cool It was a good play it cool But at the end of the show when they was in the cars Going in a separate direction I think she basically said to herself Damn I fucked up She said it She said yo I fucked up You know While it's here talking about Life in Miami Happily ever after You're gonna leave your wife Putting your kids in school I mean, Ghost is being Ghost He's being the manipulator Of the situation He's being the person in Excuse the pun, power You dig what I'm saying? And he's using His knowledge to his advantage To make sure he gets what he wants And he wants the doosie He want the Doocy. Ain't nobody gonna let no producer like that just get away So hey look If all I gotta do is lie to you To hit it every once in a while Then fuck it That's what I'm gonna do You dig what I'm saying Whether I gotta lie to you And use my kids as a pawn To emotionally drag you along And move you into a position where You know I have you at my whim But you see this is where Ghost be fucking up Because he be mixing the business with the pleasure And when he went to go kill The female that was hired as a hitman To kill him My question was how long was he going for the restaurant Because it felt like she already ordered the uh, What's that famous Cuban sandwich That they put in the press And got the ham What's it called Oh, I think it's called the Cuban (laughs) Actually (laughs) Seemed like she already ate his Cuban And her Cuban And this motherfucker just came from running Like a a fucking one mile sprint In Miami I don't know how he didn't come back hot and sweaty That's what probably took him so long And the whole time she was sitting there Eating and drinking her fountain uh, Pink lemonade You know what I mean She probably figured out You know what I don't even know why I told this motherfucker What I really do for work Because I can't trust him And no matter how good my pussy is I'm never going to come in between him and his best friend And all that time that she had to just sit there And marinate On where the fuck did you go That's what fucked him up because it's like he never recovered from that fuck up. You know how when you when you got a girl on the side and you be feeding her all this bullshit, you know, you gotta keep that dream alive. Even though she knows it's a lie, you know it's a lie. You gotta keep that dream alive. You can't violate that reality in which you're creating because once you violate that Then you fuck up the violation She likes living in a false reality You're living in a false reality Y'all both fucking You're doing what you need to do You know what I mean It works for you Because the lie between you two exists If you do anything to mess that lie up Then therefore that existence is It doesn't exist anymore And that's the look that I saw in her eye When she was in the car And they were leaving from the airport It's like look I'm about to go do my job Which is to Build a stronger case to lock your friend up And you about to go do I'm not really sure And you see and This is where the opera continues Because she doesn't really know You feel what I'm saying And and, and I mean we're going to see have to see how it plays out We're going to have to see how it plays out But not that there are other stories going on I guess since we're going through, um, you know, this is the first podcast or the first me recording my feelings about this show. I'm not really sure how it's going to come off. I did a test run. It came off like some kind of NPR shit. You know what I mean? So that kind of threw me off because when I did the test, you know, when you go test in one, two, one, two, three, I kind of sounded like an NPR motherfucker. But it's cool, though. I mean, there's really nothing you can do about that um, let I mean, other than that I mean, what you want to get into the side characters I do want to talk about the convenience of Dre, though I don't know if y'all You know, Dre, 50's right-hand man from jail Who he basically saved from getting raped in the ass every day you know what I'm saying? So, 50 was basically like, uh, let me fucking save this Puerto Rican motherfucker here from getting raped all the time in jail. And when you get out, you're going to owe me. And so, basically, he was basically paying 50 back. In the words of a hitman, I'm not really sure. I mean, he did his job, did he not? Did he not? He did his job He did it with efficiency He did it with convenience I would have to say The fact that he knew that the other half of the alley I mean you know This fucking TV what do you want I mean this is stars not HBO You know what I mean and Even in HBO still fucking drama TV You get what I'm saying So I i mean This is my thing with um Dre I like that he show his worth. You get what I'm saying? Because let's 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 just be honest. In the episodes to come with Fifty and I don't really know if I want to call him fifty Canaan. Fifty Canaan, the dude, you know, his brother. Fifty, who just came out of prison, is basically Trying to pull an E2 Buddhist on Caesar Caesar being You know The protagonist in this conversation So with 50 Wanting to take over the spot He can't do it without Having an army of And when I say army Dre has an army or he's trying to develop An allegiance with people Who are willing to follow him You get what I'm saying? And so the fact that he he was in jail, I guess He has the qualifications to be And pull off the hit that 50 wanted And I mean, he was 50's man He said, hey, it was nothing but a phone call I need you here, I need you to do this I need you to pull it off I don't need no other questions Because obviously We saw what happened When 50 wants you to do something, man Shit don't get done. You can be a dead man. So Dre I kind of fucks with Drake. I could fucks with Dre. I'm, I'm basically rolling down like the side characters right now with them. Holly, mm, fuck Holly. Like really, like I really don't really have a lot of respects for thieves. You get what I'm saying? And the fact that she's like one of those like I don't know. Can I say that she's a white thief? You know what I mean A white girl With that type of baggage Where She's like Her whiteness wasn't enough To get through life You gotta steal too. God damn That shit's fucked up But You know what I mean It was like The whole Holly Character I don't know I feel like she's disposable I wish she would've died you feel what I'm saying? If she would have died I would have loved to see how Tommy would have reacted But the fact that she's still alive Pulling on Tommy's emotional coat strings And you know Tommy's an emotional motherfucker Anytime you get caught in a kitchen When you're trying to hide away from somebody Doing coke off the counter with your moms Come on man you, you, You're just an emotional You're an emotional motherfucker with mommy issues you get what I'm saying? And so for me When it comes to Tommy It's like he's a liability And he's a liability for Ghost And so the more that the season is going on The more I'm viewing him as a liability Because he's the one who keeps bringing Kanan A.K.A. 50 in You dig what I'm saying? He's the one who keeps letting personal business get out About the Enterprise, the Holly You understand what I'm saying? He's the one who can't close these Deals With all of these other gangs That they have to try to move the product It's Tommy Who's supposed to be the man on the streets Handling the street business While, you know He's handling the The money cleaning business And being the brains behind the operation You get what I'm saying? Ghost is trying to pull his weight But then he also has to turn around And pull Tommy's weight also And So there, for me, that's like He's just, he's not have To pull Tommy's weight, I don't because he doesn't understand what Tommy because Tommy he trusts Tommy so much that you know Tommy tells him, Oh, it's all good, I got it under control. <sighs> yeah, I, I'm not really gonna make any predictions right now. Um, I'll tell you the truth, I think the last thing I want to touch on before I kind of dip out of here is basically you get what I'm saying, I gotta dip, I gotta touch on. Cause you know we coming on to episode number four, and everybody know episode number four is gonna be one of those classics. You know, one of them episodes that's gonna go down in Black Twitter history. You dig what I'm saying? I, see, let me get that. Let me get that preacher on. Uh, yo, listen. <laughs> I'm trying to find the words. But, you know, Tasha. Tasha, I, very, very good on the eyes. She has a knowledge of the game. They've tried to present her as being a crafty, charismatic, you know, woman. Wife of a drug dealer You know Black scorn I don't know What the fuck They're trying to do with her Because to tell you the truth When she ain't getting fucked Or she ain't hitting on the driver To me She's pointless You know what I'm saying They haven't done enough To solidify her For me to be interested And committed to the fact that You Freaking the mistress gets more camera time than she does. You get what I'm saying? Just because she went to the bank and asked for a debit card and has having her debit card having money, you know, sent to her debit card. You get what I'm saying? That don't make you a bad bitch. That just make you a bitch who, who knows. Halfway, how to transfer and open up a, a bank account with a social security number? Get the fuck out of here! And she didn't even figure the shit out for herself. Her mother had to tell her how to do it. So, as far as Tasha goes, I mean, for me, she's expendable. You get what I'm saying? The little shit that she did with Sean, yeah, that was that was cool, I guess, when she was in the back of the car with no panties and hitting on him. But at the same time, you got to understand that any time she's on screen. And she has an effect, is when she's using her sexuality to try to get something that she wants. You get what I'm saying? And if that's the extent of what you have to offer, you dig what I'm saying? I mean, that's when I'm going to see you. as just a and and, and and Fifty. Let me see. This is this is where I really respect Fifty as being one of the executive producers and bringing that street element. To what you to to a basically, uh, how do we say, come on, say mobster type show? Soap opera, the mobster soap opera element. It's like, look, sometimes you may not have the brains or you may not have the muscle, and you just may have the sex on your side. So, if Tasha just has that sexual allure. That she's able to tempt niggas to do what she wants them to do. Then therefore, you know, that's all she's known in life. That's how she got ghost, by being loyal and fucking throwing that fucking pussy around. And that's what the fuck she's going to do. And that's what the fuck she's going to fall back on and rely on when she needs to get something done. And now her pussy is losing the power because she ain't never give it up. I mean you can only tease a motherfucker for so long, but fifty being the street dude that he is and having the street smarts to know when a woman is manipulating you for her own personal intent and he drops this knowledge to his son to let him know like, hey look, I think his words were When a woman knows she fine, it's dangerous. You can't really trust her Because you, she's gonna use Her womanly powers To manipulate you And basically that's what's happening I mean it's happened with Greg That's um, Angela's The boyfriend who's working For the FBI also She's used her sexual Womanly wows To manipulate Greg into getting what she wants So this whole thing about Like sex And the manipulation is like Okay, from the female aspect These women They they may have a certain amount of intelligence And they have a certain amount of smarts But let's figure out They figure out how to use their intelligence And smarts To get what they want And move how they want In their field of expertise And it's entertaining watching that Because you don't know what the end game is I mean, with Angela, you know, obviously, she wants to be recognized as a respectable person in her field of expertise. And then with, oh, fuck, what's her name? Uh, Ghost's wife. Shit, I may need to edit this. Edit this shit out. I guess I can continue to talk because I could just cut it. Sasha, Tasha, with Tasha. She manipulates her her female wows to basically gain power. So Tasha basically does the same thing like Angela does. But except for Tasha has a family aspect that she's trying to look after. You get what I'm saying? So Tasha wants ghosts to stop hustling because she feels like they have enough. Ghost wants to keep hustling because he knows that she doesn't understand that. I got to connect. I just want more money, more money, more money, more money. Sell more drugs, get more money. Sell more drugs, get more money. You get what I'm saying? So I don't really know how everything is going to pan out. I know that I really enjoyed episode three. I know that um, 50 is one of the wild cards in the show because it's like you really never know how he's going to react. You get what I'm saying As I stated before He's intelligent enough To drop knowledge He already has an end game But it's like How long is it going to take For everybody else To realize What he's really doing And how are they going to react to that So I think that's one of the better parts of the show Um, I think I've been talking long enough This is My first podcast As far as talking about power coming in on season two, episode three. And um, with time, hopefully I get better at constructing my thoughts, um, getting my feelings out there. Basically, I think that, you know, the more we get to know each other, the more I'll get to know, you know, give me that constructive criticism. So in the comments below, let me know what I've done wrong, what I've done right. What you agree with, what you don't agree with Um, Follow me on YouTube Follow me on SoundCloud Follow me and rate me on iTunes I'm going to try to get this out there Uh, Show comes on Saturday I'm going to try to get this podcast out to you On Monday for episode 4 And let's try to keep the consistency up During the summer And I'm going to be here for y'all I hope y'all going to be here for me And we're just going to see where the fuck this goes And uh, thank you for listening It's your boy Play the theme music I really don't have any Who am I pointing to Nobody's here to play the theme music for me But I might edit some shit out But uh, peace man One